All right, Rano Adidas, welcome to Easy Does It. Thank you so much for saying yes to me and coming on to this podcast. Um, I've always known you, like we know of each other for quite some time now, kan? Tapi like we never had like a one-on-one session or like conversation. Like briefly from what I can remember, whenever I see you at events, like we probably catch up a little bit, like put some small talk. Talk about movies because yeah, you're so a movie junkie. Touch, touch and go. Touch and go, yeah. <laughs> With consent. <laughs> but now I'm so happy that I get to have you here because I have so much that I want to ask you. Like Because I'm curious about the things that you do. At the same time, I'm also curious about you as a person. Because like for me, like if I get to have a show and talk to someone for an hour, I would like to have like as much as valuable valuable information like, for myself mm. and also like whoever's listening. So thank you so much for being open and saying yes. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for the invitation as well. Really, really. appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. I should be the one. Like I feel so honored to have you here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we can start with um, you sharing your origin story because you've been in this field for quite some time, Suda. Um, I'd like to know, like, how did you first start? And just imagine if someone were to approach you, hey, Rano, I want to make a movie about Rano. Mm. What tidbits of your life would you include in that movie? Mm. Yeah, so we can start off with that. Okay. Yeah, you can speak in Malay English, whatever. So, well, the word um, Rano Adidas, sebenarnya, it's not like, it's a call sign saja. It's nothing to do with me. It's my, it's a uh, uh, social media handle or me knowing as a blogger. Mm. It was people knowing me as the guy who loves Adidas. And that's nothing to do with what I'm doing right now, sebenarnya. Mm. So, it happened long time ago pulang. Like, it's actually from a breakup. Yeah, the word... Yeah, <laughs> if I was to pull back the story, it's I think back in 1996. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that time I felt, hey, like... I felt that she could be the one, you know. Yeah. Where every time when he goes in a relationship, you always think that she is the one. Yes. But this one, I thought that she was the one. Yeah. You know? Wait, 1996, how old were you back then? 20. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> Young love. And then? 20. So, we were in a serious relationship and it was only like maybe, well, it's only three months into the relationship. And of course, like, when people say in three months, normally it's the honeymoon stage, right? <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> but there were cracks already. In the honeymoon stage, normally the cracks happen like a bit after lah. Yep. So, I remember one time that uh, maybe for me, if I was to put myself back then, I was quite an emotional guy. Mm. Maybe too attached to people as well. Mm-hmm. Belongings, you know, people or things that I love, mm. I'll be so attached. But I guess uh, why it didn't work well, sometimes it's easy for me to say, right? It's my side of the story mm-hmm. instead of her side of the story. Yeah. But technically, there was so much evidence that she was in the wrong. Mm. Right. So I was totally heartbroken. And that time, I remember, I had to do a surprise visit because at that time, I was in Singapore for three months mm-hmm. uh, accompanying, accompanying my mom back then. She was having a major surgery. Yeah. So I said, why don't I do a surprise visit to Brunei? Something is odd here. Because, uh, you know, I... People may say I'm crazy or maybe I'm the sweetest guy because every single day I wrote letters right. sent to Brunei. Yeah. Call her um, from the hotel. Yeah. Spend like thousands of dollars on telephone bills. Yeah. Back yeah. then there was no WhatsApp, there no SMS. No WhatsApp yeah. It's all um, old school uh, mm-hmm. in terms of communication. So I thought like, hmm, I never get a single letter from her. 
Um, so you wouldn't know if she received those letters or not, or did. did you? Oh, so she you did. knew she, you know, you yeah, knew no, she received yeah, yeah, those she, letters because I talk every day to with her, right, yeah. on the phone. Yeah. So it's always me giving and giving, giving. Yeah. Then I said, then someone told me, hey, I know you better um, watch out. She, he, the, my my friend back then, he didn't give me the full details lah, mm-hmm. but told me to watch out. Yeah. But you know, back then, you know, sometimes people say this way the term. The phrase "love is blind," you know. Yeah. So I didn't really care what my friend said, mm-hmm. but I said, "Okay, lah, let, let's let's do this. Let's make a surprise visit." So I visited Brunei for one day, less than twenty-four hours. I'm back in Singapore, and I can see from with my own eyes that I found out that I was the light bulb. I was the third wheel in the relationship. Oh my God, Rano! <clears throat> yeah, how did I was you like find the third out? Wheel, like what? <laughs> but how? Like how did you find out? Um. I saw it with my own eyes. She yeah. was with another guy. Yeah, she was with another guy. It and looks then, romantic. And then, well, wasn't that say romantic? But she felt awkward. Mm. And um, there was guilt written all over her face, lah. I guess I was angry at the same time, happy to see her at the same time. But I guess it was like a bandaid, lah. Like okay, lah. At least I had to fly back the next day to Singapore. So I didn't dump her on the spot. On the spot. I dumped her when I was back in Singapore, gave her a final call and said, mm. that's it. I'm going to let you go. Gonna, said, this is going to work out. And I found out a lot of things. Lah. After that, how did she react in that phone call? I didn't really remember because, you know, sometimes when it's like, you know, when you go to an accident, do you have this aftershock? You don't think about anything else. You think about your um, what's going through your mind. Mm. So that time I didn't really care about her response. Yeah. So... um. So when I hang out the phone, I think it's a huge sight of relief, I would say, because oh. I can tell you like most of the time when I was contemplating, right, something's not right. I wasn't myself like, I was like a zombie lah. Mm-hmm. Zombie meaning that I didn't, I'm not saying that I eat humans, but you know, I wasn't eating at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I was walking around in the hotel room, like I was lo- lo- walking at, at every corner and space of the room. Yeah. Um, the only time that made me sane was the, I remember was the Euro 96. Mm-hmm. Football, know, right? Football, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I was into football and so that kept me sane for a while. Yeah. So ever since I dumped her, I told to myself, I'm going to throw all the colors in my life. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. So I was like, how am I going to do this? All right. I saw my savings, right? <laughs> my mom has been saving me all this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that time it was, I remember it was a book, wow, a savings book. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay. I remember my mom was pumped in money from Hirayala. Yeah. Oh my God, you mean that savings book? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one like they had to put in there. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. HSBC or? Um, I think it was Hong Kong Bank. Oh, uh, yeah, HSBC. HSBC, yeah. HSBC. Mm. So I remember I had it with me in Singapore. Mm. And I said, okay, I'm going to do something crazy. So I went to the bank, you know, mm. I was a kid, but well, in the 20s, but I didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm going to withdraw as much as I can and then go on a shopping spree. Mm-hmm. So what I did was, I'm going to change my whole wardrobe, black and white. Ah. Mm. So I threw away all my color clothes, yeah. the mirror, yeah. everything mm. I, I changed. Mm. And then I really did that. Singapore is the best place to shop then for yes. all this black and white. So that, I was wearing black and white for a couple of years. Yeah, white pants, you know, we yeah. Yeah. Uh, stripes, white. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And then I think I was studying in Malaysia one time. Mm-hmm. So when studying in Malaysia, that's some that's when people start to realize. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rano, um, you seem to be loving Adidas, ah? Huh? So why? Yeah, mm-hmm. look, most of your your attire is always in Adidas. Yeah. So also, sure? that wasn't like a conscious thing. Yeah. You just wanted to wear black and white. Black and white. But it all turned out to be Adidas. Yes. Okay, because maybe they were the ones who were only pumping out black and white yeah, clothes. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe there are more choices in black yeah. and white than in Adidas. Mm. And I said, Bandar I said, I went home, you know. Yeah. I went home and checked my clothes. Oh, shoot. A lot <laughs> of them were in Adidas. Yeah. So like 70% of my wardrobe. Mm. And then every day, like people, hey, Rano, the guy who loves Adidas. Hey, Rano, Adidas. Yeah. So my friends from KL is the one who coined that name. Oh. At that time, oh, yeah. there was no social media yet. Yes. There was no blogs. Mm. This was back in 98. Yeah. Oh so I think God. it was, yeah. Mm. So it was three years after the breakup. Lah. Yeah. Oh my God. So that's how it started. Mm. That, the origin story of Rano, the name Rano Adidas. Adidas yeah. Yeah. And then, Wait, what's your full name again? I know it's, we have the same name. Um, yeah. Haji Muhammad Rano Iskandar. Oh, so Rano is Andang, yeah. your name. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Rano yeah, Adidas. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So ever since the fun, then I said, okay lah, maybe well, I have a new identity now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Funny thing is, I allow people to, brand me mm-hmm. you know as a guy who loves adidas so ever since then i just changed my whole wardrobe again yeah this time so yes suddenly i'm that by the time i was a very happy guy already you know i wasn't in, in any relationship mm-hmm. i think i didn't have a relationship for quite some time after that after that yeah so um so you just embraced the adidas persona yeah yeah and took it literally and just put yeah, on all yeah. the adidas wardrobe yeah so that's how it started mm-hmm. but when it comes to the blogging scene well this one is quite I think it's accidental as well. Okay. Um, I remember I was in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. I was doing my degree back then. Uh-huh. Um, degree in what? Uh, I was doing, doing degree in business administration. Okay. The MBC, okay. Yeah, so for business management. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So back then, there weren't any much Bruneians. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't have much friends as well. That's the ironic thing. All my friends were or the one I made from, uh, that I knew from... Brisbane. Mm, mm-hmm. I think like I think you know like um okay, uh Iqbal Damit yes. he was in my batch. Yeah. Mullah Muzakir was in my batch as well, which is Najib Yaqub uh, punya uh, brother. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mullah Yazid. Yazid Yaqub. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh so uh, Mullah Muzakir was also mm. I was kind of like helping him as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um uh who else? It was quite a lot of us. That time it was a small bunch of uh, students uh, from Brunei. Because at that time they had like a bridging uh, program from yeah. Brunei and and Australia, mm-hmm. so I was there for two years, and there was this community. Uh, well, they call it. Uh, they didn't call it social media, but it was a community punya kind of like website. They call it e circles. Okay, e circles. Yeah, mm. it's very. I think those people in the. Um, my gen would uh. know. <laughs> yeah, the I, people at MIRC would know. MSN would know. Okay, I know about, that. But I've E-Circles. never heard of E-Circles. You never heard of E-Circles, no. Yeah. So E-Circles was the in thing back then. Mm. There was no other social media platform. So it's basically it's the same format as Facebook. Okay, but so you can add friends. You can add friends. Drop but limited friends. You have limited friends though. Ah, okay. So they have a limit of maybe 500 mm-hmm. friends that you can invite. Yeah. So back then I was posting, okay, <laughs> this is so silly though. Because back then there was no digital prints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. you cannot do anything that's digital so i had to i was i remember i had a camera like a camera that has a kodak lah oh okay yeah film camera huh? film camera film camera yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so i think it was a konica brand and i love taking pictures back then lah. so i was just taking random pictures so i like taking candid shots Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, example, like when I'm taking pic- picture of you, right? Mm, mm, mm. I'll probably take five different shots of you in one go. Mm. We all knowing the result. <laughs> oh I yeah, yeah. I won't know until I keep you no know, send print to, it out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh send God, to the dark room the and get it print out. Yeah. So I would spend lots of money, like, like let's say if in Australia, I'll take some shots. Mm. Certain events, I'll typically use two rolls, mm. two or three rolls, print mm. them out, and then. Well, it's physical, gun print, right? It's not digital. Mm. I had to scan them, mm. so I bought a scanner. Yeah, yeah. I scan like pictures that I thought that okay, this would be nice to post on eCircle. Yeah. So that was a lot of work, you know. Like per photo, I remember it was like three minutes to wait to to, to oh be scanned into a digital print. Yeah. Then edit the photo again, then uh, post it out on eCircle. Yeah. But that created a lot of hype. Mm. People love it. Yeah, yeah. People like to be seen. Like, oh, I know you saw. Oh, I like I like this this kind of shot. Mm. It wasn't professional shot lah, but it was just a candid shot. I and mean, people were commenting. Yeah. And then some random people just wanna be in my circles. Mm. So it came to a point. It was until the 500 mark, right? So you can add any more friends. Wow, you were already famous back then on East Circle. And yeah, people just want to know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, photos. yeah. And at that time also, I had friends who were, I would say, good looking lah. Huh? <laughs> okay. They, all, they like to comment on those photos. Yeah, yeah. I remember one of my friends. Ah, she's yeah. Liana, Liana Razak. Ah, oh. uh, back then she was a hot item, lah. Yeah, yeah. And she's still yeah. a hot item, lah. Okay. But then I remember people like there wasn't likes in that photo, but there were people commenting, lah. Ah, before it was the existence weird. of it likes. It was her and her cousins. I remember. Ah. Hmm. As okay. a as a photo that I posted yeah. and created a lot of hype. Was she also studying in Melbourne? No, 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 no. Oh, so she, she so East Circle is from like all over. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I knew her. She was a mutual friend. Mm. Yeah, and I remember I organized a gathering. So when I came back to Australia, I organized a big gathering mm. at the beach. Wow. Yeah. So I was yeah. inviting people that I knew online, mm. you know, and they became friends, and we just mushroom from there. Oh. But then. Um, before that happened, um, you know, like the the bubble burst for um, Isicles. Okay. They went bankrupt. Oh wow! So they went bankrupt. Like, okay, which platform I'm gonna use now? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh god, um, Isic. Uh, there was what we call Committee Zero. Wait, I have never heard. Of this. <laughs> Wait, I'm waiting for the moment when you're gonna mention Friendster or MySpace. Uh, not yet, not so, yet. So, oh my God, this is way back. Yeah, zero. I think that happened like uh, one year before Friendster became popular. Yeah, yeah. So, Community Zero, it's another. It's a better version, I would say. I prefer it. Um, it's user friendly. Mm. And it had more reach, I would say. That was more, that was buzzing, crazier than e-circles. Oh, I mean, I could do polls. Um, I could. It's easy, lah. I would say the interface is really cool, mm. and that also drive a lot of people into my my platform. Yeah. But there's also a downside. Even though I can add as many friends, they what you call a hit meter. So if you reach a certain number of hits. I can't remember how many thousand. I think it's maybe forty thousand or fifty thousand hits. It will, it will, it will be blocked. 
only I can access it. My friends couldn't see like any more. Maybe they only can see the front page, Why? but they can view because that's that's the deal uh, by Comity Zero. They set oh, a bar, okay. all right? So I said until it resets the beginning of the month, mm. uh, then it goes back to zero. zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was go- that was how popular my Comity Zero. Right? Oh, a lot wow. of people like I was still doing the same thing, mm. posting edit photos. That time I cannot post any videos lah. There was polls as well, mm. so that was very very interesting lah. Until it came to a point, Comity Zero started to ask people to to subscribe. That means they have to pay, uh, right? Yeah. So I said, hold on. If if I was to pay, yeah, I don't mind paying. Mm. But what about? The few thousand people who follow me, yeah, are they willing to pay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, if you subscribe, everyone else would have to subscribe to. Yeah. Oh. You get I me? Mean? So yeah, yeah. way, kan? Mm. So they make it into a business uh, entity, lah. Yeah. Do you remember Comptizero. how much? I can't remember, but it wasn't expensive. Yeah. But it was per month, lah. Okay. But you know how Brunei is. Yeah, yeah. That once you get something free. Um, like you know, like when Jurong Park was free back then, yeah, yeah. and then they start to charge. It'll take a while for exactly. people to accept it. Yeah. So same thing with Community Zero, lah. Mm. So I was saying, oh no, I already moved from East Circles to Community Zero. Yeah. I don't want to go, go find another um, platform. Platform. Then I just have to keep moving, and mm. it's like a nomad. Oh wow, a digital nomad. And I was like, okay, maybe why don't someone suggested why don't you create a blog? Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. do a blog. Okay, the time there was blogger, yeah, um, blogger, yeah, blog, eh, blogspot, yes, yeah, blogger dot com lah, which is blog blogspot dot com. I remember. Yeah. Yep. So I had my first. I remember the the person involved in this was Anissa. Anissa. Uh, Bonita Shures. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So Nisa was the. She was my coder. No way. Yeah, wait, she was my coder. And she, wait, Anissa is a coder. Yeah. And the was thing, she already in HSBC? No, that time she was... Way before? Uh, no, I knew her from E-Circles, actually. Oh, my God. Actually, I knew her from E-Circles. I didn't know her uh, personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew her from E-Circles, and we became friends from there. But then we, we were, she was one of my close friends. La. I mm. mean, she's still my close friend. Yeah. But by then, we were hanging out. And I remember in that time, she told me, I can help you. I know how to do coding. Because she did coding when she was she was doing so. I think she has a, her own blog. I oh. think so. She had her own blog. That time, I'm I'm quite, I don't know, I'm quite a noob. Yeah. yeah. You know, even if you ask me now, I don't know how to create. Uh, I don't know the coding. Code, yeah, yeah, coding yeah. programming. I, I just leave it to someone else to help. Yeah. So Nisa was the one helping me like she she designed using the code she able to create a template. Oh my god. And then the one who created the logo was um Fadi Sulaiman. Fadi Sulaiman. The one who is now Hyundai. Hyundai. He's a <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, you are this is the origin story of every single person. Yeah. <laughs> like oh my yeah, god. I remember Fadi Sulaiman. I don't know how it came about, but I remember he was the one who designed. It was the first logo lah. Oh. It was the first. It was called ra.com that time. The logo was ra.com. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't get the ra. I was trying to get ra.com, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. people were selling me crazy at that time. That mm, price. Mm. Um. Uh. So he created the logo. So Nisa was the one who created the coding. I just had to do my typing and you know. Um. So blogger time was quite easy to mm. use. And then uh, who else came in? I think Livy. Livy Ong. Oh my god. Yeah, so Livy Ong was in, involved in the back end in terms of 
um, the hosting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So back then, um, they said, okay, uh, so this happens in Blogspot, right? Same thing applies to Comte Zero. Yeah. So if you have a number of hits, uh, they'll block uh, it. Uh, not block. The image will suddenly become like a um, error yeah. image. Yeah. You cannot load because oh. I'm using too much um, um, hits. I mean, I was generating too much uh, hits. Yeah. So you would have to wait, wait until the next week, Bortah reset. Yeah. So this is it why don't you get a hosting? Mm. Like yeah. hosting. So that means I have to buy the hosting. Oh. Buy the hosting, buy the space. So and I would... per month, right? Per month. Yeah. 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 So I think back then I didn't spend as much. Mm. So I can't remember that how much it was, yeah. the hosting. And the reason why you wanted to commit to um, RA.com back then is because you already had a following. Yeah. So and now you wanted to continue that. Yeah. But so, still posting candid pictures or um so back then, right, I was thinking, how can I inform people that I have this blog? Yeah. So it was a word of mouth. Oh. Yeah. Surprising word of mouth. So I went from I remember I was looking at the figures, it was from hundred people and then three hundred people, oh my God. people, and then the highest it went until uh, 20,000 plus people no way. back then, yeah. How did you feel when you saw that number? I said, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah. No, yeah. You had a presence in like mm. the digital hemisphere. Yeah, but I, w- I would say the w- my typing was a bit chawila, you know. I don't think anybody cares at that yeah, point. People, yeah. uh, so, but I was also happy back then that there was digital already. Mm. Like, so I, I remember my, it was my first Casio, small little... Uh, Digicam. Yeah, yeah. Well, the megapixel 2.0 for long, but who cares? Like, I, I don't have, I don't have to scan any, yeah, yeah, every photo. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So that make it easier for mm. me to upload um photos. So back then, I would say that I was carrying around. Okay, I was just, with me. I went. I was carrying around S and SLR mm-hmm. and a notebook. Yeah, laptop lah. Yeah, and a bag. So everywhere I go, I'm always holding that. So I am always updating on the go. So you know how you do people do on social media. Yes. You can take a photo and you just can Upload. post it straight away. Yeah. I do that's same method for long. So I just find a cafe after I take a <laughs> Oh you were so committed already back then. Yeah. yeah. I, I, after an event or anything, it doesn't mm. have to be event, but yeah. things that I thought that is worth posting. Yeah. I'll go to find a cafe, sit down, um, find an internet the place where they have Wi Fi yeah, or yeah. So this all like how this all happened. Did you have a day job? Ataupun... Oh, yeah. I did have a day job. Yeah. Um, so, I was working in a few... Well, a few of my mom punya businesses lah. Uh, and then on the side, yeah. you did this yeah. blogging. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the time I remember when I started blogging, mm. I was in in midst of managing Coffee Bean oh. and Tea Leaf. Yeah. So... Oh, my gosh. So, uh, me and my sister lah. We, when we first opened the first Coffee Bean lah. Mm. First coffee bean, a second coffee bean. Um, but I decided like, okay, maybe if I want to pursue this full time, then I just have to let go of coffee bean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you have to like ask your permission from anybody to like... Um, I guess, I, well, the only thing I have to tell my mom, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> you want to... Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I want to pursue this. Mm. Yeah, because actually my mom that time, she didn't know what I was doing. All she, she, all she saw me was... So sometimes in the living room, you know, because sometimes when she go for her, her, I mean her treatments, not treatments mm-hmm. I mean, because every single day she'll go past this living room lah. Ah, uh, okay. She'll do her things lah. Yeah. But 
and she would just see you there. She'll see me just noticing me doing my computer, and yeah. she probably think that I'm just bumming around. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> but one time I think she was surprised when she saw me. Hey, Rano's on TV. <laughs> What was that? I don't know. I can't remember. But she said, yeah. "Wow, Ronald's on TV, being interviewed, blah blah." Oh. And then she actually told her her sisters lah and all mm. that and my Oh cousin, my like, god! Oh, Ronald's on TV. I'm so yeah. proud. Of you. <laughs> then oh. only then she found out what I'm what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. She knows that I run. So you were by that time a full fledged blogger. Mm, yeah, I would say I would say that maybe that time I took the risk and became a blogger full time when I found out that I can actually make a living out of it. Yeah. What was the first deal or the first job that you got from for blogging? Because oh, okay. Or, yeah. Um this is very funny though. Uh I remember this is 2005 I think mm -hmm. I started. So the first there's two incidents like I would I want uh, there's two benchmark now uh, mm. uh, point of my blogging that I want to share. Yeah. The first one was basically um, sugar and spice. No way. Yeah, sugar and spice. Back was, when you could shish. Yeah, back yeah. when you could shisha. But I wasn't prom promoting shisha pulang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, this was during Ramadan, I remember. And mm. I told Ridwan, Ridwan, hey, um, he was the owner, kan? I think oh, he's still Ridwan. the owner. He's the owner, yeah. Oh. So, it was, I think it's in Kil yeah, Kilab. Mm, Kilab. Mm, mm. That time, was uh, that place was uh, trending, you know? I think not just It was a shisha. cool place to be back yeah, then. Yeah, the food yeah. was great as well. Um, so I told Ridwan, Ridwan, hey, um, you know, I support you a lot, Ran. I just come here, Khan. Why don't you support me back? Say, what do you, what do you want? Um, uh, I want to promote your one of your dish. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I say, actually, it's not a dish. Mm. It's your dessert, your mm. ice cream. Okay, boleh, boleh. Tapi, uh, $50 boleh ka? $50 lah, oh. it says. Ah, uh, lima puluh okay lah, okay lah, boleh lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's really so. I took a shot of the ice cream, mm -hmm. posted on my blog. That time was during Ramadan. Yeah, and then. Ah, uh, so you know lah, during yeah. Ramadan. Yes. Oh, wow, people crave lah. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So that was really high, high selling for them. Oh they my god. They sold a lot of ice cream. Right the runner effect. That's where it yeah. started. Yeah, it's funny. It's during Ramadan, kan? Normally it will be the buffet, you know. But yeah. people when they the ice cream. dessert. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, he, so I knew from then that so, oh, this really works. Mm. So I start knocking on. So what I did was I was knocking on people's door. Yeah. Who are my friends who runs businesses? Oh my god. So we have people like Agik, yeah. who were uh, she, I mean, her family business is Gohoki. Mm. So Gohoki is one of my first clients. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, did they also pay you fifty or more? No, no, they pay me more. Triple that time. Triple, yeah, wait, so wait, 50 times 3 is probably... 150 lah. Oh, okay. <laughs> then, okay yeah. lah, 150. Yeah, yeah, it's still okay, yeah. yeah. To start, right? Yeah. But you already had so many clicks by then. Like... um, I don't know how you... So, the format of my blog is basically in the middle part is basically where I do my yeah. posting. But at the sidebars are where I put ah, all yes. my sponsors. The ads lah. Yeah, the ads. Oh. So, I remember back then, Gohoki was my first in terms of a different industry, yes. in terms of advertising. Because mm. the other ones are mostly food. Lah. Mm. And, but the big one, I would say, was when I... I think it was... I remember... Um, I wanted to interview someone. Mm -hmm. And the interview... And I remember it was Tariq Mahmoud. I don't know why, but I had an inkling it was something to do with HSBC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tariq Mahmoud. So that was... 
Yeah. The... Wait, so for context, Tarek Mahmoud was one of the youngest HSBC CEOs back yeah, then. Yeah, and he was yeah. in Brunei for like, I think a couple of years. He's in Iraqi. Yeah, he's in Iraqi. Yeah. yeah. So he was the CEO of HSBC Brunei. Mm. Yeah, and then? So I found, so I, well, I didn't want to, well, it, they came to me, sebenarnya. Mm. Um, so it was one of the marathon or walkathon event lah that he was one he was happened to be there mm-hmm. and then all i did was to take a shot of him you know yeah. oh um new ceo of hcbc in brunei yes. and uh how oh, i hope i can interview him one day mm. so the next week i got a call from hsbc oh um Tarek Mahmoud saw your post yeah. and he's more than happy to in, to be interviewed. Oh my god! So we went to I remember we went to um Coffee Bean at Bandar lah. Mm-hmm. Sit down and mm-hmm. that was my first time actually talking to someone or on on the management level lah. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized like, oh okay, this is uh this is a nice feeling lah. Yeah. You know? So another uh endeavor that you could start. Yeah. Yeah. Because um you know why. Um, back then, I think HSBC, which is already defunct, they rejected my proposal. Oh. Not rejected lah, because I had friends yeah. who were working there lah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. They, I did ask my friend, "Hey, um, hey, any noise? Any noise? Ka from oh, the bah. marketing department? Yeah, yeah. So, oh no, yeah, no the. But I found out like if you go from the top. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you thought us shoot. Yep. Yeah, don't go the bottom. Yeah, you don't go. Yeah, you don't you're... go your upwards. Oh you my go God, from that's the true. top. Yeah. You go downwards. Yes, and yeah. that was I thought. Oh, this is so. I thought that wow, this is this is an eye opener for me, mm. and I felt that I guess it's all about networking, people yes. that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so when HSBC came on board, it opened so many doors. Oh, I had SCB coming in. I had Baiduri coming in. Um, also. And I was struggling because uh, I wouldn't say I was being bullied, but I was put in a position where I was given a choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, they want to have exclusive, uh, no, exclusivity, yeah. and yeah. they want to be exclusive. The same yeah, industry. and I said, "Oh, we'll pay you this much." And I was thinking, "Wow, it's it's nice to be in this situation, but at the same time, I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to give like to limit myself." Um, and I was I still want to be independent, mm. and I still remember like one of the banks were quite adamant lah. They really said that they really wanted the, exclusivity with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. How much were they offering? Rano, you gotta tell us. Um, they didn't mention about the offer. Oh, they haven't they listed yet. Yeah, okay. but for me, it's like ah, I was I was already tempted mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. I was tempted that whether I should I let go of this, you know. Yeah. And that time, my blog was still you no. Know, it, was, it was really hot, lah. I would say, even though uh, the interesting part is, there were a thousand blogs at that time mm. when I had my blog, lah. So the community is quite big, and I was thinking, should I go for this? And then at the same time, I had an offer. Someone wants to buy me out. I said, buy the entire blog. Yeah, they want to buy me out, but they say you can. St- we'll pay you. We'll pay you. I think I remember they want to pay me about two grand a month. Take two grand a month just for me to upload. You, we'll but we'll take control of your blog. Yeah, yeah. All you have to do is upload. Uh uh. Oh my, what? Yeah. And then <laughs> and then I was thinking, two grand a month. I mean that time like I didn't wait. I, I didn't have much. Yeah. The yeah. fact that you were thinking about it does that mean that you've already earning more? 
No, I, I because, because that time I wasn't doing doing any proper calculations lah. Okay. But yeah. I'm saying that this is quite a st- it will be stable for me lah oh. if I was to do right. Mm. Um, but they get all the rights, <clears throat> meaning uh, that whatever the um, IP, yeah, in in the IP and also the um advertisements and yeah, all that. Yeah. So I was still a bit naive back then lah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, when I, you have second thoughts, that means I'm still naive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't confident of my product. Okay. Mm. Did you not consult anybody? Ask anyone? For... I did ask one of my friends. Yeah. And um, I don't remember what was the advice. Mm. But I know in my heart it's like I'm not going to give this away lah. And after much thought, I told them, um, no, I re- I rejected lah. Yeah. I said no, wow. I don't think this going to work. Um, and I said that I think that I but I I can create more lah. I mean I didn't tell them, but for me personally, I, yeah. I know. Yeah. And then you know it's worth more. Yeah. Yeah. And then two years later, the the company went bankrupt. Not bankrupt lah. It closed down. <laughs> oh my god! So imagine, right? Okay, imagine. That was your gut instinct, too. I would. I'm not saying that the gut instinct that they will close down, but my gut instinct is not to. Yeah, I mean, to, to to turn down the offer. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn, yeah. So I was thinking, okay. So so when it closed down, I was thinking, what happened if I actually gave yeah, everything, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You would have to buy them back, maybe, or something. Not buy them know? back, but I have to start from scratch. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so the HSBC one and the sugar spice was the pinnacle in mm. terms of making it uh, gen- generating more interest yes in the public eye yeah yeah what is your biggest during your blog um, we haven't even touched Instagram yet oh my god but mm. during your blogging era what was the biggest most memorable deal you've ever had like the one that you're like okay oh my god wow like this is it Like I've made it basically. I won't say it was a mega deal. It wasn't as much, mm. but I remember this. It can be seen as controversial. Okay. I remember. Uh, uh, I think I don't know what what ministry was called mm-hmm. like back then. But it's relating to Ministry of Primary Resources, lah. Here in Brunei, yeah. okay. MIPR. I think at the time it was called yeah. Sorry, MI, uh, Ministry of Industry and Primary Resources. Okay. And at the time, uh, they had uh, the the Deputy Minister Datu Hamdila, mm-hmm. and he came up to me. No, no, I'm willing to pay you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I need is a premium banner. Put put a premium banner on the top of your and said that, okay, um, anyone who want to ask ask questions. For for him, mm. open, it's like an open question, lah. Ah, so he's okay. uh, so it's like campaigning himself, yeah, yeah, like that. He's willing to have an open book session mm. with him. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Okay, and then I said, all right, okay, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. So I did it for I think I can't remember how long it was. Yeah, but I thought that was quite interesting and unique in the same time, lah, because I never seen any government agency yeah. or people uh, in that level mm. are willing to. Um, have an open session, lah, with a deputy Did minister. It work? Did people actually? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, he wanted it, kan. Mm. So at that time, I didn't know about any restrictions and all that. Mm. The second one, I would say, I won't say it's a milestone, but it's a learning curve, mm-hmm. a learning point where. I actually interviewed one of the royal members, uh, 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 royal member family. Okay. And, Which one? Um, Peranak Karo Khalil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just interviewed him because um, that time he was about to get, uh, so about to be buried, kan? 
Ah, uh, before ne. Yeah, before. Mm. So just, I'll just get some tidbits and you know, um, from the blog lah. Um, I posted the article, you know, the interview, and then I got called from I think JPM. Yeah, I called and said, "I uh, know this is uh, this information you shouldn't be sharing." I said, "Yeah, but I got permission from yeah. Pengiran." Mm. And they said, no, no, yeah, but I, yeah, he can't understand, yes. But this is also a protocol, um, just, this is also to make sure the safety of um, the the um, royal family members. Lah. I said, yeah. oh, they understand. Because there were some questions that I was asking in terms of the location, where they're going for, the, you know, that uh, kind of stuff, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, then I understand, oh, yeah, true. Mm. Um, this, these are quite uh, sensitive information, yeah, you know, yeah. and very personal as well. Yep. So in terms of security reasons lah. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, then I, I can understand. Yeah. Oh, so it's a legit ano lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the time I was a bit like, I, I thought I was in control. Mm. When you think you're in control, but sometimes Brunei doesn't work that way. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's where I started to learn, okay, maybe I must ask myself, mm. yes, what's the purpose of this post? If there will be any um, repercussions ka or... Um, worst case scenario what mm-hmm. will happen mm-hmm. so every time when I post I always have to have this buffer lah, yeah yeah, uh, like to make sure that okay is it safe to post mm. and it's only you asking yourself you don't consult anybody usually no when it normally to... it's just try and error oh yeah. so there were times also okay this one quite interesting for mm. um, so um, uh, Duli Raja sometimes mm-hmm. comes and visit for oh. for Hari Raya. Mm-hmm. So I posted a photo. Yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, <laughs> and all that, you yeah. know. I got called. Again. Oh, call. uh, wow, they have your number on speed dial. <laughs> uh, the, uh, can you remove the photo? Um, then I was trying to why, why remove the photo? Mm. Then, the, then I can understand why. But why? But it's in your house, right? Yeah. But, okay. But uh, it could have a wrong implication, meaning that how come... Um, They didn't visit other places. Uh, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. You don't want to create that kind of... Okay. Yeah, yeah. And at that time, maybe, is it because people weren't aware who your mother was? Yeah. Okay, maybe that's Um, why. I'm not too sure about that yeah. one, Pulang. But... Because it's... I mean, obviously, she would go to your house, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Like, thinking logically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that point, like, okay, that's... Uh, I just find that, okay, Pulang. But I can understand also from their point of view. So, okay, maybe not. Yeah. yeah. So you took it down? Yeah, I, I took it down. Mm. No. Um, so there's a few instances lah where, but the great thing is I felt that the relationship with me and and especially the info department was good. Mm. I really appreciate lah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So instead of like macam rebelling, you're like, okay, I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. cooperate. I'm rebelling, but I guess it's, it's a win-win situation where I felt this is a long term lah. Yes. Because I'm not, officially accredited in to info department i don't really apply for it oh. yeah because if i know if i do apply there'll be a lot of restrictions exactly like so you would rather work post. independently yeah, yeah. Mm. but at the same time i have established this relationship yeah. that you know yeah mm. so like okay those are very interesting moments and i can understand whenever it involves like the royal family there are tips but like it's good to know that you're like very chilled about it Um, tapi has there been any moments we're still talking about your blogging era yeah? mm. have, do you have any like moments where you were like rock bottom or that blogging era was still like really like um, high for you rock bottom okay now mm. if I want to think back right there was certain things that I regret doing okay. 
um, there were things that maybe if we say rock bottom is like it's more about like hitting a low point I won't say hitting a low point I would I would say I will hit a low point because I didn't I don't have any closure mm. so I was abusing my power status on the blog okay meaning that I put people down oh yeah you put people down like what do you mean by that okay um Uh, there's one instances like uh, my friend, mm-hmm. well, Brunei small gun circle. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I kind of like put a lot of salt in this guy because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's trying to pursue my friend, you know. Oh. Yeah, and my friend didn't want, you know, and and I'm he was a nice guy, mm. but I made him into a villain, uh, <laughs> unlikable person. Okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and for me i still have that regret lah. Mm. um yeah so i felt that that i shouldn't be using i shouldn't be abusing that way yeah and then another one was uh, another person was he owns this salon mm-hmm. and that time my girlfriend then right she had a problem with the salon mm. like oh the head didn't turn out well yeah yeah so i literally blog about it mm. complain Mm-hmm. it affected his business oh his business God. really went down yeah and he's well quite well, well known yeah and I really felt bad uh, I really really felt felt bad about After it that, yeah, yeah and I didn't haven't apologized to him yeah. but you know I felt like maybe one day if I see him I want to just say a story yeah he blocked me on Instagram really? and you know yeah he and I know that it's like so I felt that Sometimes with, with too much power, sometimes you must know that you we are still human. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, mm. so I'm very very careful now. You know, what's my intention? What's my purpose? Yep. Especially when I post. Yeah. So I try not to post anything that is very controversial in terms of, uh, in bad taste lah. Mm. In bad mm. in um uh, yeah. So, what are the things in my lowest point? Because yeah. when you say about lowest point is basically. Uh, if something really happened to my blog, uh, you know, if yeah. there was any um, danger of mm. me, uh, they were shutting me down. You know, like the worst case scenario for me is like they will probably deport me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, not not deport oh. lah, but maybe just maybe arrest me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because you, you'll see in other countries that's what they do. Kind yes, of, uh, people who are very um, those are too outspoken. Yeah, outspoken. Too, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but so far you're good. You think. Yeah, maybe, yeah. At that yeah, time, yeah. but like, um, back to the guy that you were like, um, the one who were per- who was pursuing your friend. Mm. Did you get to mend that relationship? Um, I guess it was more like fire and forget, because uh, we are we are we we're, we're still in good terms. Mm, okay. Yeah, but back then I felt like I'm I'm such a such a dick lah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For doing that, mm. and yeah, yeah. So I felt that. Uh, Maybe it's about closure, lah. Yeah, like I really appreciate you sharing that because I can understand how, like, back then it's like you have so much. You know, the runoff effect was still very powerful, kanto back then, mm. and you felt like, you know, you can say whatever, and people will definitely like listen to you and rally behind you. So, like, I can understand how it gets into your head, mm. and I guess. It's unfortunate that it happened, but it happened for a reason because now you're so much more aware. Like like you said, we're only human and when we're given that power, sometimes when you make bad choices, 
you can the risk is that people will start to define you like oh that's rano mm. like one mistake that you made or a couple mm. of mistakes you made in your life people will forever see you that way and it's very unfortunate because mm. that makes it seem like we can't make any mistakes because just because we have so much influence or we i mean you have mm. so much influence and like um have a huge reach so like i do appreciate you opening that um story and i do hope that you can find closure in some way that be like um when did you start to realize because some people can get addicted to power mm. you know when did you really realize like oh, i think fuck, like few, i made a mistake a few like, years ago lah yeah a few years ago then i was like sometimes it, it it can eat you up you know yeah yeah so it's it, good that you still have that conscience yeah i said the conscience like you know like maybe Actually, I saw that person, especially the one who owns the salon, like yeah. once, and I was mm. thinking, should I just go there and just go up to him and confront him and just yeah. say, "Hey, look, you know, I'm sorry for you know mm. before, and I didn't mean to do it, you know, because I was still maybe <laughs> I was still uh, immature back yeah. then in terms of mm. how I block and yeah, uh, because I felt that using my block right, m- meaning that I can influence people to. To write on my view, uh, point of view. Yes. You know? So yeah. that's very dangerous. Mm. Yeah. I still remember this one story. Like, um, obviously, I knew like who you were, Khan, and then like I I do check your blog often when I was a kid, below. And I remember I said, but I didn't know how influential you were. Mm. Um, I can't remember what year, but it was, I was like super young, and then I remember I was at a cafe with Kieran Janin. Mm. Um, And then we were just talking about stuff. I don't know how it got to talking about you. And he was, it was nothing bad plan. He was just stating a fact like to me, like he was like, oh, you know, like Rano is super influential. I'm like, oh, like how influential? He was like, so Kieran told me like once he, I still remember this story until this very day. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, oh, he has so much power that one time he went to a restaurant and either it was bad customer service or the food wasn't that great. And you just casually talked about it. And then the business after that just went south. Really? Yeah. And <laughs> I then, remember that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you've encountered a lot, Pulang, or oh. like, much like maybe maybe some businesses were affected by that. And then I'm like, oh my god, that's crazy. And then what happened? But thankfully, the owner of the restaurant reached out to you and invited you to come back. And then you posted another one, which was like, much like, okay, like you had a great experience the second time around. And then like. All happy and dandy after that, and I was like, "That's when I understood like the power that you have." You, you, you know, there's one. I remember one. This is so funny though. Um, the the mall cineplex. Uh huh. So um, the boss is so kind to actually uh give me free tickets every mm. time because he knows that I love to watch movies. Oh. So of course, like movies, I like to rate my movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's one time I rated this movie. A D, D. Don't tell me people didn't go to the cinemas because of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And it was a blockbuster movie. Yeah. It was the Mummy Three. Oh. It's bad, right? Wait, I can't remember if it's it was Brendan Fraser punya movie lah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One and two was good, but three was wow. Well, oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I remember it was the Jet. I can't Jet Li or I can't remember there was. Uh, there was an Asian. Jet. Yeah. Yeah. I said, "Was oh, this is really bad?" I gave a bad review. <laughs> no one went to see it. It affected the sales. Oh my god! And of course, I can understand that like, the boss told mm. me that. Um, I'm sorry, I know. Like, I have to. 
um, stop giving you free tickets. <laughs> so, oh, oh, okay, it's so fine. Yeah, I can understand, yeah. Pulang. Yeah. But I can understand. But I still, of course, I still support the yeah. the, the Cineplex. Yeah. You know? But that's the thing, right? Like, <laughs> you also want to be genuine with yeah. your opinions. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you balance that now? Um, Have you found a way to do that? I find a way, Pulang. So, if you notice that most of the time when I do on my social media, I don't really put a bad taste to like in or any negativity lah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will only put like okay like maybe movies yes I would go that one I, I won't draw the line yeah but be because you're already the, paying for the ticket yeah already yeah. paying for the ticket but like anything else like example like food okay food is something that I felt um, I can only give information mm-hmm. um, give information give some create awareness to people mm-hmm. but I won't say Or this, don't try this dish. I would pre- prefer to say, okay, why don't you try this particular dish? This uh-huh. is one of my favorite dish yeah. in the menu. Mm, yeah. I Because I'll, there at least has to be something that's yeah, good, yeah, right? Yeah. Or yeah. I would say, this is the best seller in the restaurant mm. or in the cafe. Uh, yeah. So, they might be not any... Um, so, that means they will probably avoid a dish that is not that great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there was certain... Okay, this particular restaurant mm. is newly opened. Um, I went there. Five times actually, mm-hmm. so the food was inconsistent. It was good. I ordered the same dish. Yeah. Second time I went there, it wasn't great. No, it cannot be. I went there, it was okay. It wasn't good as the first, but it was okay. Then the fourth time I went there, like oh In no, the mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, of course I don't want to say like this food in- inconsistent. Oh wow. So I did put a poll one day. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I voted it. <laughs> that's when that's that's when I I like oh cannot this. I was trying to see what's what, uh, how people will respond. Mm. Uh, people prefer to have more inconsistent food than bad service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bad service meaning it's slow service lah. Yes. Yeah, you probably get your food because I got my food. I think that time in this in different restaurant, close to one hour. Oh, mm. I mean that time I was okay. I wasn't. I didn't have much ag- agenda. I wasn't in a rush, so okay lah. Like um. I channeled that in a different way instead mm. of being negative. I was like making fun, uh, having a conversation with my friends and yeah. I bet you my food would come mm. within one hour. Yeah, and she thought yeah. that's going to be past in an hour. Oh. So I got my food in 56 minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. So we jo- both joke about it and said, okay, well, I'm going to create this poll, you know, to see if people prefer to have inconsistent food over... Good service. Slow service. Uh, or slow service, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So of course, people that reply to me and said, oh no, I prefer neither. <laughs> you know, yeah, said, oh, yeah. Ideally, you had a choice. I'll say, yeah. Which one? You? So people prefer to have inconsistent food. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Okay. But it was very close. It's a very close race. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, with becoming okay. So now, like, we've moved over to like the Instagram era, right? Like, you did you embrace? Oh my god, we forgot about Facebook. But then again, Facebook was more towards like, macam connecting and stuff yeah. you still had that but it's uh, funny though like when all this uh, okay so when I was blogging at the same time social media started to pop up which yeah. is Facebook Twitter mm. uh, yeah Facebook and Twitter lah mm. so I was quite prominent on Twitter as well yes um, back yeah. then mm. um, but when Instagram came I remember this was in 2009 kali. Yeah. Yeah. 2009 I was one of the early of the uh, adopters. Yes. Because I was trying to try new things kan. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking maybe this one could be the next big thing, not Facebook. Because it's so easy people just scroll, you know. Yes. Um Facebook is too wordy and this and that. Yep. But 
uh, funny thing is when I go to other countries, so other countries still find Facebook quite relevant. No? Yep. Yep. And Brunei is a bit different right now yeah dulu yeah. it was big still but now I feel like it's mm. yeah so other, other countries yeah they still find Facebook um, people do Facebook live more mm. than mm. using Instagram live but uh, I think 2010 11 I was still there but only a couple of years ago only when I started okay maybe I'm going to shift more from the blog to social media ah. yeah because uh, a lot of people are actually Uh, especially a lot of my clients are mm. on social media also. Yeah, yeah. So it's easier, mm. um, easier to um, uh, con- sort of connect lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier. So is the blog still around or? The blog is still around, but mm. I only use it for reference point. Okay, so not as active lah. Not as active. So maybe I'll probably blog like once a month. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm. So now it's like more on Instagram. Mm. Yeah. On Instagram. Okay. Um, Besides those social media apps, right? Like, are you also... I'm pretty sure you also read, like, Reddit. Yeah. Yeah, Reddit and stuff. That's where also a bulk of the news that I get from my day pun sana jo. But this is a personal opinion thing. Dulu, Reddit used to be a place where I would seek, like, macam... I look for intellectual discussions. Uh-huh. Because it was really, like... People who have stuff to say there are they some some are valid some are very like interesting opinions, mm. but now it's turning into like Brunei FM thing. Mm. Like sometimes it's just purely hate there. Mm. So prior to this interview, I did like search Rano Adidas because mm. back then um, I did come across with like you know people posting stuff about you. Mm. When I got my start on social media like TikTok and stuff, I faced. Internet trolls, haters, apa? Tapi on a very minuscule um, level lah. Because when it comes to like getting hate from Instagram or TikTok, people would have to follow you to see it, right? But when your name is plastered onto a public platform where mm. everyone can read, especially Reddit, that can be really like scary to me lah. So how do you deal with like hate? comments internet mm. trolls people who discuss about you on mm. reddit or like any other public platform yeah uh, was, uh i can bring you back to the blogging days lah mm. so blogging days i used to have a chat box okay so the chat box is like oh, i forgot about the chat box yeah chat box is the, uh, a point where it's like the it's the reddit back then lah. Mm. people are commenting about a lot of things About you? No, no, about... About uh, random stuff. Just sharing stuff or so, okay. you know, blah, yeah. blah, yeah. Uh, opinions and all that. But there were some people who were um, quite negative. Lah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they were quite personal. And I remember at one time I ever cried. Oh my <laughs> I God. I ever cried reading the post. Like, yeah. then, then I kept replying to the person lah, on the on the. You dashboard. fought back? I fought back. Okay. And then it just snowballed. Lah, like, oh. Is it because the comments were directed to you yeah, personally? Yeah, to me, it's quite personal. And Did you remember what they were saying? They were saying that, uh, oh, one thing that hit me is like, oh, um, you're uh, you're not biological son. Oh my God. You know, God. that kind of stuff. And then it just hit me, it's like, oh, why, why are you talking about this? Yeah. You know, blah, blah. So I I replied back. Lah. Mm. And I was angry and and it was kind of hurtful comment. Lah. Then I was thinking to myself, like, why should I... <laughs> Um, give this power to them, and and from them, uh, I start to build my muscle, uh, my my emotional muscle on people who, uh, are trying to put me down. Yeah. So it took a while. So maybe in 
one, two, three years. So anyone who said anything that's harsh or anything, I just block it out. Yeah. Yeah, oh I'm God. quite immune to it actually, if you ask me. So people sometimes tell me, I don't really go on Reddit unless um, there is someone send me a link, uh, you know, about some certain issues. But mm. some people say, Ronald, you on Reddit. And then it's like, okay. I just just said, okay. Yeah. I didn't really want to know what they asked. Yeah. But sometimes they just feel information. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. That's what they think. So sometimes the, the thing is, when people talk about you, that means they... Either they hate you, or they find you, um, or you you made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, mm. I know like a few of my friends in Canal also like Kropak. Also Canal Kropak has has a lot of hate as well. Mm. But when you think about it, right, people of higher status. I'm not saying that I'm high status, but mm. I'm just saying that people who are of influence, lah. So mm. example like public figures, public figures, yeah. or people like okay, let's say, um, let's say if Brunei is in a um, democracy, right? Mm. People had to vote and all that. Mm. You won't get 100% votes. Of course. Right? Yeah. If you look at the president of America and all that, mm. they don't get 100% vote. If you yeah. get 100% vote, that means everyone is supporting them. Yeah. They always have like at least uh, 30% car, mm. you know, that are not supporting them. And there could be a bunch of haters as well. Yeah. yeah. So, I use that. Okay, that's true. You cannot, you can, I thought that I can please everyone. Yeah. When I was starting my blog that time, I said, yeah. I've not done any harm to people, this yep. and that. Why Why should people hate me? Exactly. Yeah, what I've done to them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess, I mean, for me, sometimes there are certain people that I won't say that I hate, but I don't really like their persona, mm-hmm. even though they've not done, done anything to me. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess, same might be applied to people who feel... Yeah, I get that. We're not... Yeah. perfect right there yeah. are some people that we dislike yeah, yeah. but then again to go as far as taking the time to type out a really mean comment mm. that to the point where it's so mean where you want that person to get hurt that is something that i still cannot fathom until mm, this very day like, i guess it's more about um example right someone it could be this one oddball mm. person who doesn't like this person lah. Mm. like say doesn't like me yeah I can create a chain um, ball as a chain reaction uh, where basically I can just say, Rano did this, this, that. And then they'll get other people to who has the same. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. It only takes one comment. Yeah, one comment. Everyone yeah, will yeah, start yeah, to, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I learned from yeah, TikTok yeah. as well. Then, but then I always say to myself, sometimes when I do good stuff, this and that, why don't they mention, they always yeah. want to mention about the other things that are not, um, you know. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But um, I'm okay, you know. Yeah. So for me, so I don't really... So like yeah. the Anula barrier. I don't really um, bother about all these comments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I know, I know I'm true to myself. I know, I mean, I have a lot of friends who, uh, I won't say like support me, that they understand, they know the real me. They just accept you. Yeah, they yeah. accept, you know, when they see the post, like, no, nah, <laughs> yeah. they, they, yeah. because they know me, and yes. they really know my style, they mm. know my persona. So yeah. they say, oh, these people didn't really know you. Yeah. So when I see friends who actually understands, or not just understand, but know my, my persona, mm. then they know that whatever people say on Reddit is rubbish. 
Yeah. yeah. It takes a lot to live your truest authentic self mm. because I think that's when you know you're living authentically is when you start to make other people uncomfortable. Mm. Because everyone, the only reason why people are mean is because they are not happy with themselves. They are envious, they're jealous, mm. and that they probably won't admit this, but they probably wish they were in your position. You know, um, that's all from like, because, yeah, I think mostly they they just... But for for me, I feel like even they have this feeling, right? I feel mm. uh, I have this compassion for them. Lah. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, maybe um, they have not really explored themselves. Um, and I always tell to my girlfriend, lah, like, mm. it's not good to compare yourself, you know? Sometimes you want to compare a lot of other people. Mm. You know, it's like comparison is always the uh, killer of joy. Yeah, it's the that brings envy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so some people will have their own personal goals. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I guess it's for them to discover themselves. You know, yeah. And I guess it's not easy. I would say it's mm. easy to say now, but if they're able to unlock themselves, then they probably find out that. They are better than who they are, actually. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like for me, I I would say that like, I, I did mention that I'm quite emotional. Lah. So mm. last time I will be affected by all this. Um, I'm blue in nature. Blue meaning that I'm, um, I'm a loving guy, you know, caring. I'm a people pleaser, crowd pleaser. Mm. So when people have these comments, I will be affected. But yeah. I guess the more I go through it and then... Rather than absorbing it, I will try to understand myself and said, okay, I know it's not, it's, maybe it's not about you, maybe it's them. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I try to channel, um, think of ways of how to, not not to be so caught up, Because mm. these are just small things that can just ruin your day. Like I really hope like now people can just be a little bit kinder, you know, because it's, I know you've built up this barrier around you, but it's still mm. not. A good thing to receive any kinds of negativity yeah. and sometimes hate. Um, you cannot change them. You know that's yeah. the, that's why I felt you cannot change them, but you can change yourself, lah. Yeah. So I guess for me, changing myself is like not to be bothered by them and mm. and and look for the you know sometimes I always tell my friends like who are affected. Always look at the you know when you look at the paper, people always look at that one single dot. Yeah, that one single dot can really affect, but the white dots at uh, the white paper piece of paper is all about positivity. You know, people tend to focus on just that black dot that can affect you, because mm. that black dot is just like, for me, it's the people who comment Reddit lah. Yeah, people who feel insecure, I guess maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. They're trying to you know because that's that's what I meant. They only get the power from people. Who uh who agrees to that message, yep. you and know, who, react. who, who reacts or yeah. reply or respond, mm. and they feel so much power, mm. but they don't realize that 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 other person is still human. Yeah, I mean, I won't say human, but also this doesn't affect them. Yeah. Okay. You know. Mm. So yeah, for those people who it doesn't have to be on influencers as well. It can be on people who've been ridiculed lah, mm. on reddit maybe they did some mistake and the people post it online yeah. you know cancel culture yeah is... yeah yeah. Mm. yeah cancel culture is yeah maybe brunei maybe is not as big in other countries huh? mm. yeah they're always trying to look at one weaknesses and well one weakness or and 
it's downhill from there lah. yeah like why would you want to spend time worrying about what people think of yeah, you yeah like I'm just now I'm like genuinely like I really appreciate you because like I'm very surprised not that I was like but like getting to know you right now like I just feel like you actually do have like some level of self-awareness mm. through like how many years have you been in, in this uh, field wow 21 years actually yeah so like 21 yeah. years I guess it does build some character and it does build some like thick skin mm. so like I yeah I really am surprised by how well you're handling this mm. but has it ever affected your mental health at some point no the one that affected my mental health was during COVID lah Ah, yeah. okay. So nothing to do with like social no. media. I remember that time, like, I think the highest point for me also was during COVID when the Minister of Health uh, invited me to be one of the person to actually do a live, uh, not won't say live, but to do coverage the, yes. for the press con. Yeah. And you're, you're not even a media journalist. Yeah, I wasn't, me- I wasn't yeah. affiliated, like, I wasn't even like under the info department. Mm. I don't really have a. Okay. Well, it's just a, I'm just a freelancer. Lah. Yeah, yeah. But I felt that when they chose me, is because I actually built a trust. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the highlight for me lah, mm. during, during COVID. That they built that trust. And I felt that, okay, maybe um, that's how I've built all these years. And when when I said about mental health, it affected me is because um, because I was trying to do them a favor. Yeah. And I was so then I tried to do become you know like become an investigator. Mm-hmm. Uh, use Google lah, yeah. use CNN lah, BBC. Yeah. Getting to be as, as many information as I can that I was stuck in the web lah. Oh. Of all this, pasal COVID all the time, twenty four hours, twenty four seven COVID. Yeah. News. Nothing else. Mm. Nothing about my friends. My friends will ask me about um, information about COVID also. Mm, 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 mm. So I became like a dictionary oh. or like what you say, a Google mm. form of for Bruneians. Mm. And I became stressed. I became so stressed. And the time I was hyperventilating already and I was thinking, is this COVID? Girl? Like yeah, I was yeah. so breathless that time. Yeah. It was and the then, peak of COVID where every single abnormality your body yeah. experience like even my, the slightest headache you're like oh my god did i have do i have covid yeah. my anxiety just shoot up that mm. time and it was really bad like it was really really bad and yeah. i said to myself i think i better take care of myself so that time i remember i had to take uh, like one two days off from press con mm. no i no no i actually still attended press con mm. but i i didn't want to tune into my internet mm-hmm. Uh, CNN, forget about it. Because yeah. when I came back home, CNN is already there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I stopped. Then it took about a week to recover mm. in terms of like me getting back into shape mm. mentally mm. and emotionally. Yeah. And wow. then I, I remember I even called the ambulance in you know, the one time like, oh, um, I'm feeling breathless, you know, in my experiencing COVID. Time there's no test test kit, guys. Yeah, yeah. The the fir- yeah the first round. The yeah, first, first round. Yeah. You know, like, oh. Mm. And then, um, but the ambulance didn't come for long because oh. they were overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they asked me not like, just to chill first. Ah, uh, they checked like your anula, what you were going through. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, mm. yeah. And then I think it was just a minor scare, lah. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So yeah, in terms of mental health, that was that was the the most I felt 
Yeah. Okay. Going back, rewind, rewind, rewind to the point where the you receive a hate comment from the chat box, right? Saying yeah. that it really hurt you when they said like you're not even the biological son. Mm. So we're gonna explore that a little bit because um when did you did you bo- ever bother hiding the fact that you are the adopted son of a princess or did were you always open about it? Um I never open about it unless people ask. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um they didn't really matter to me because mm. I know like um I mean I really treasure my mom yeah. for bringing me up you know she she brought uh, brought me up quite well as well like I was very privileged that I also managed to study abroad you mm. know and she splurged on me a lot when I was a kid you know yeah, as a teenager yeah. and she yeah she's very caring la, very caring so I didn't feel like you know I didn't have a sense that I was and on, on a different league yeah you know yeah um her care is different mm. in a way mm. so when people ask me then i just tell her i didn't do nothing to hide yeah but i remember that i had this dream that i actually i won't say but i couldn't tell by the face or the figure but they were my biological parents back in Singapore. Oh. So when I woke up, of course I cried lah. Yeah. Like, you know, is that a sign for me to actually start looking for start them? Start looking for them. But I think that it won't be fair to my mom if I was to do that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh no. Like I wait, how long ago was this? Oh well, this was like maybe ten years ago. Ten years ago when you had that dream. Yeah. Oh my god. So I was very conflicted lah. Like, mm. you know, I go to Singapore a lot of times, but mm. um yeah. But uh, it just crossed my mind, lah. But it never like came to a point like, okay, I have to do this. No. Yeah. yeah. Did you have you always? What was the earliest memory during your childhood when you found out that you were adopted? Yeah, this is quite. Uh, yeah, because um, the maybe that time when I was a kid, treatment was different. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Well, of course, all of us have maids and all that. But mm-hmm. when we go to the palace different lah they mm. segregated yep yeah so but I was the rebellious one I remember <laughs> what did you I, do because I was supposed to be hanging out in one section right but no I went go and I was with Rashid oh yeah with <laughs> Alibadi they all you know just mm. hang out with them chit chat yeah, lah yeah. so I was the oldest one the rebellious one lah mm. chit chat with them yeah. they didn't mind so yeah. it was really cool no sometimes it, they themselves they don't mind it's the people around them yeah, who's yeah. making a big fuss over yeah. it right but I've been doing that for many years so I thought yeah. like, okay that's cool yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah that's so for the time cool. remember it was Gafar mm. Nafi mm. yeah so yeah. we were, you know so uh, it was very you no know, so I thought like why you want to have some segregation la. yeah so yeah but have you ever felt like macham because okay like i don't want to go too much into it because only because i'm worried we don't have time but i can feel in the sense that i'm not adopted i'm a real child of my mom but my mom was adopted mm. so for me like even knowing she was adopted affected me was it yeah because like oh. i suddenly feel like I think it was I was like around seven or eight or even younger when I found out that she was adopted. And prior to that, I thought I was blood relatives with my cousins. And I was, I am really, really close with my cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, some more than the others. Lah. So when I found that out, I was so heartbroken that I was like, wait, mm. I'm not blood related to them. And as a child, it's thinking back now, I feel so amazed that that affected me. 
because it shouldn't because no one in our family my mom's siblings have mm. ever treated her or myself as like someone different who mm. didn't come from the family mm. so for context the reason why it affected me because i don't know why it affected me at a young age but um my mom oh, my mom was adopted by my grandfather who is sort of have some relationship related to the royal family like, and my cousins most of them most of them have titles to their names mm. so much i've always been curious because my mom dulu she kept her title that was given by my grandfather i think only when i was like in high school college she started like um accepting herself because she became like sort of religious at some point so she changed her name to abdullah mm. instead of binti pengen anak blah 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 she changed it to binti abdullah and i remember i was so pissed mm. i was like now everyone's gonna know you know <laughs> like i'm not ready for this like <laughs> So that created an identity crisis within me, and mm. yang chalinya, I'm not the one yang adopted. She was. Mm. So have you ever felt something like that? No, mm. pulang. Like you know, sometimes I'm wondering, like, hey, when is my face gonna appear on the book? <laughs> the new guy, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, like, the title is just a title, pulang. You know, mm. like. Um, But yeah, besides the title, yeah. like, macam. Oh my god! Like what? Yeah. I'm not related to like for you like uh, abang alay, kala, you know like. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean like, um, last time I used to be when I was a kid lah. Mm. Like you know I was maybe maybe taken back lah. Like hey, how come my sister got panjang namanya? You know. Mm, mm. <laughs> And you didn't understand it back then. I mean I didn't understand. Back. Uh, I was trying to understand, mm. but um, at the same time it's like, uh, because they never really talk about it. Uh, they never really talk about it it's like for me to find out it's like it's like sex education you know yeah, you yeah, find yeah. out it's not parents gonna teach you yes. you learn it from your friends mm. from school car, you know oh, wow. so the same thing with with adoption lah. Mm. of course my mom knows that I I know already you know and um, I know that once I get married right that's when everything changes lah. Yeah. I will actually get my because the birth set is still hold mm, it's mm. still it's not in my hands yet yeah yeah So then I will know. I will actually see because I have not really seen the real name of the, my parents. Oh, yeah. Until I get to see it once, once I get it. So oh I don't know how I'm going to feel about it, but yeah. I know already that I dreamt about it. I already knew that well, how I felt about it. Mm. Yeah, but um, but it's something that maybe should be left. I don't know, maybe untouched in terms yeah. of uh, if I was want to see to yeah. see them personally. Mm. I, I don't know also if they they're still around you know? yeah, yeah yeah i relate to that because um my dad left when i was a year old mm. so during my my teenage years my mom doesn't like she doesn't like talking about it mm. so i know very very little about my birth father mm. um i saw pictures when i was a kid uh, i still remember how he looks like from pictures mm. but macam there was a point where yeah like you i wanted to look for him i want to know like mm. why did he leave like But then again, like now I've come to a sense where like, why? Like my mom raised me. Mm. She's done it by herself. Mm. I mean, like uh, I did have a stepfather at one point, but he passed away. But like apart from that, like she raised all three of her kids on her own. And like, I feel like I would do such a massive disservice to her mm. if I w were to pursue like trying to look for my dad when he mm. had a choice if he wanted to he could come back and like check on me right but he never did so i also don't know if he's alive or not mm. yeah he's thai um 
so I relate to that in a sense where you know sometimes you just have to let it be mm. like as much as you want to find closure and find out who your biological like parents are maybe this is all a setup to building who we are mm. in this life you know like sometimes it's all just meant to be yeah sometimes yeah. I don't know what, what happens because I'm actually born in Singapore and yeah. so I don't know how how I'll be yeah. I'm in Singapore I'll probably yeah. be different yeah definitely uh, different you know mm. I'll probably be I don't know pilot maybe I don't know architect <laughs> yeah actually, I was actually going to ask you if you were doing was, social media what the hell are you going to do I actually enjoy I want to be an architect one last time ah. when I was a kid yeah I mean you can still <laughs> you know yeah. maybe as when you retire speaking <laughs> of do you have how long more do you see how many years left do you feel um, like? I don't know Um, because when I when I see uh, Chinese media right Chinese mm. media or oh, my friends They're already in their 50s, 60s, and they're still going strong. It's like, oh, maybe, yeah. But I won't say that. But if I were, it came to the point, it would be maybe a part-time already because mm-hmm. I have other plans as well. Yeah. Like, you know, um, building businesses as well. So okay. it's not something that I want to... It'll be interesting, though, if I manage to pull this off for another yeah. maybe mm. 20 more years. Wow, <laughs> 20 more years. <laughs> I'm already thinking of my retirement. <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. Mm. All right. Um. So, have you ever been? Have your success ever been discredited by comments like "Macam, oh, you wouldn't be as successful as you are now just because your mother is a princess"? If you were, if she wasn't a princess, you probably wouldn't have received or obtained this much success. Mm. What do you have to say for that? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. like, okay, lah. I wouldn't have to. Um, appreciate my mom for she bringing me up no? like mm. you know uh, bringing up me to where I am now in terms of education mm-hmm. especially education now. yeah because uh, um, it's not easy nowadays and mm, when I did everything is on my own I didn't use access uh, in terms of oh I'm related to this and that mm. no Mm-hmm. I use it solely myself, and I guess the branding of Rano Adidas really help. Yeah, people don't really associate, you know, that with me being. Yeah, yeah. I think people knew about your brand first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I still remember this. It's so funny. Um, I remember this in when I was in Coffee Bean or Coffee Zone. They know me as Muji's brother. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. They know me as Muji's brother, not yeah. not not Rano's sister. <laughs> No, no. my sister was quite yeah. known no? yeah yeah no, no, yeah. yeah oh no, brother Ooh. yeah but now it's different lah. yeah oh Rana Adidas yes you know so um, yeah but I would say that interesting though like um, now I know well I won't say she's an influencer but many people like to take photos with her and that's yeah. my mom yeah oh my <laughs> See, god yes my mom would have yes. long queues you know like when she went to ICC it's like oh she she had more photos than me yeah <laughs> right, yeah. right, right one or two but when people are queuing up to take photos with her so I was like oh this is cool <laughs> no she is though because she's uh, also approachable she's so yeah, yeah, she's yeah. sporting yeah, sporting, yeah she's yeah, very yeah, sporting yeah. so she likes yeah, and she also likes to take photos at the same time yeah yeah Yeah, so I think that's kind of cool, you know. Maybe it runs is. in the family, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's influenced by you, <laughs> know. you know. Actually, she's influenced by me by buying a lot of Adidas. 
Ah, yeah, actually, yes. Because I remember one time, my, my mom never wear Adidas. Mm. But she always ask me when I go, when we go abroad, she ask me, oh, okay, run away on the shop, I'm going to belanja you. Oh. So, uh, uh, let's go Adidas. I like, yeah. She knows I like Adidas. Kan? Yes. So she said, hey, actually, Adidas is not bad. Huh? Yeah. yeah. She will, yeah, so every visit she will go, she will always, she'll never fail to visit Adidas. Mm. And she knows what to get for me lah, next yeah. time. <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. so sweet. So now you see, she's always very casual. Most of the time, her attire is always wearing sporty stuff. I'm done touching on family. Like, thank you so much for opening up mm. um, that story. Have you ever been asked that before? Yeah, I mean... Like in proper interviews? No. So, no oh, okay. So you've never talked about it like publicly, like no. in a new setting no no okay definitely. social media influencers content creators are on the rise now mm. um do you see anyone here as a competitor you feel like um not really because uh maybe it depends mm. the competitors will be those people who are uprising who are yeah. new who are in the midst yeah they'll be competing for slots yeah so for me it's different because um i i do have my long-term clients yeah i do have not not saying that that will diss the competition mm. but um i think it's more about having their, their trust what i do mm-hmm. they will they know my style they like yeah. my style when yeah. they say that they prefer my style then i know that there is no other competition no? Mm. oh my god i can't believe i almost forgot to ask you this yeah. like how okay wait i understand you're doing social media right yeah like and it's kept you financially afloat mm. doing this mm-hmm. like I think you're one of the few re- people I know that are doing this full time. Mm. Like, if you don't mind, you can feel free to say like you don't mm. want to uh, say. Tapi like macam on average, uh, we can do this monthly or yearly. How much do you earn from doing social media work? It ranges. So sometimes mm. I can easy get maybe on on a, on a bad day it will yeah. be like maybe in a month I can maybe hit about almost 3 k. That's a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, that, um, excuse me, I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, depends, depends, depends. Yeah, on on a good one can be uh, can go up five, wow. five, maybe four or five. Yeah, but um, but funny enough, like sometimes I remember in the beginning, right? I I'll be knocking on people's doors. I'm like an insurance agent, you know, mm. like, hey guys, trust my work. Yeah. yeah. You um, Because you believe in yourself. Yeah, belief is one. Th- yeah. So uh, I think that HSBC was the pinnacle where I felt like, oh, someone believed in yes. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, Rano, this is it. Let's let's go for it. You just need one yeah, person yeah, or yeah, one yeah. company who believes in you yeah. and then that sets the standard. Yeah. Amazing, uh, yeah. Rano. So now it's like, depends lah. Like sometimes um, POSA is quite a good for me a because a lot of um, food businesses mm. um, but I really have long term clients lah yeah. who supported me I know like Jati Transport yeah, yeah. Um, BI, BIBD as well yeah. some of the banks um, mm. Baiduri um, Telcos like Progressive you know they're very very um, very very supportive yeah. and then so the big ones and then we have the small ones lah Mm. So that kept me going, I guess. And you're a one-man show, right? Do you have? A- I used to have people working for me. Yeah. Um, but I know, like one day, like this is the thing about me. It's like personally, I like to work alone. Yeah. But if I want to go further, I need a team. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm always completing with this. Okay. Also, oh, you're still deciding, lah. Uh, yeah. I mm-hmm. had a team before. Yeah. So sometimes we're having a team is easy, like, because I do the editing, you know. 
the thing is, I love doing it. Yeah. So to get people to do it, it's like, yeah. Mm. Mm. And people know my style also. Like sometimes I'm not the type like, look, look have to look really fancy, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, because my my point is to get the message across. Yes. So it doesn't have to make the video into like, oh, it has to be in 4K or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, okay, um, yeah. It's a nice transition, mm. you know. Uh, the, the video must look sharp and... Yeah, so me, I just use my phone. Last time, I, I told you, I used to carry a, a notebook and yes. a camera. Mm. I start, I, I stopped carrying a camera, I think, three years ago. Yeah. It's just in my shelf now. Yeah. So I waste cameras... so much money on the lens, but I just now mm. use my phone. Yeah. And I thought that it's more, even though the phone doesn't give as a better vibe uh, in terms of the the quality of the video or the mm. image, but it... It's enough to give the message across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what that's how I want to portray it yeah, mm. in terms of how I deliver the message. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's yeah, and message received. I feel. Mm, 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 yeah, mm. but I ever I ever thought what happens if okay uh, this is the quick maybe thing that I want to share. Mm -hmm. What happens if Rano Adidas punya Instagram got hacked? <laughs> hacked meaning I couldn't get access anymore. Like yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna build myself. So for me, I felt like I'm very confident. If Touchwood if it gets hacked, I'm I know that I can still I I'm I'm I still have my image and my persona yeah. that I can still carry. Okay, it won't affect me. Yeah, and I can start from scratch. Yeah, though it'll take some time, but mm. the brand is out there. Already. Yeah, people know that is a really good mindset to have because mm -hmm. most people are fearful of like because at any moment. All of this can be taken away. Mm -hmm. So you got to detach yourself from mm -hmm. it, you know, mm -hmm. and believe in yourself that should all of this be taken away, you mm -hmm. can always start over again, mm -hmm. you know. Yep. You're wise. <laughs> <laughs> That's what 21 years of being in this field does to one uh, person, huh? Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can, I, honestly, I can go on and on. I When you <laughs> mentioned friends, now I'm curious, like, have you ever encountered fake friends, people who are with you just because of cloud and how do you deal with them? Um, it's really hard to say about the cloud part mm. because I have, okay, um, it's quite interesting though. Like, let's say like if I was to have a bachelor's party yeah. for me, uh, yeah, <laughs> I would have different set of friends, you know, uh. because like, I have a lot of close friends, but in, in different batches. Yes, I know? get that. Like, even if I was to invite for open houses, like, oh man, that's always the tricky part. You have your um, social media friends. Social media friends. You have your tennis friends. Tennis friends. I have my Toastmasters friends. Yeah. I have my... Oh, so many type of friends, though. Mm. You know? Um, and I know they are my true friends, you know? But I don't find someone who have... Cloud maybe is indirect, meaning that they're friends of friends who want to join. Uh, not, they don't directly come to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have also friends, not friends, mutual friends. Like example, like, hey, Rano, I want to, are you, I want to come to your house for open house. <laughs> Wait, people, yeah, random people that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this. Uh, yeah, I mean, props <laughs> to them for having the ball yeah. to ask you directly, right? Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't know how to react to yeah. that. <laughs> so that one, I know generally that's not cloud. Yeah. They just want to come and, you know, because yeah. they never catch on me or they always um, say something to my stories and all that. Uh. So I thought that that's a very funny, like, you know. <laughs> the only people my friends will ask, hey, Rano, what's your open house? Oh, like, oh, oh. They're uh. like, oh, yeah. I can't visit you. 
<laughs> Sorry, but um, uh, this is weird. <laughs> but but mm. speaking of cloud, this one I can observe. Okay, there's a lot of cloud chases yeah. in Brunei, mm-hmm. meaning that they they are they feel that they can give value lah. Okay, that's fine. But at the same time, they feel they're already up there, meaning mm. that they can claim themselves as, anala. So sometimes people will piggyback on other people, mm-hmm. like example, like you know, so they can have uh, better club points, lah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's that's okay. That's normal, I would say, because I know I have I have some friends who who actually rely on cloud for. Okay. Yeah, and they're quite successful now. Oh, yeah. So it worked. It worked. It okay. worked. Yeah. Sometimes. Cool. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> what? Yeah, it, it does work. It does yeah. work. You know. So okay. Kudos to them, lah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. It's it's more about how you know how to play that game. Okay. And yeah. you're still friends with this people. Of course, lah. They. I mean, they okay. they they no harm to me. Uh-huh. But I felt that um I guess that's also an opportunity yeah. for them. Yeah. But. Um, of course, lah. For me, that won't be the the way, lah. Because yeah. you want to be genuine, kan? Yes. So the most important for me is integrity. Yeah. I will always have my integrity intact mm. when yeah. it comes to doing my stuff. Yeah. And that's how you build trust, lah. Yes. I yeah, agree. yeah, yeah. So I'm really appreciative to all my, especially my clients, lah, who still stay with me and believe in me. Mm. And I think it's all about trust and integrity. So mm. I think that's part of the business. Part and parcel lah when it comes to relationship and business. Yeah. And and this is also very important in my line or in my uh, line of work. I think the most important thing is public relations. Public relations is very important for me. Mm. That will that helps to cement my relationship further with my It's, clients. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So people think about clients and uh, people think about advertisements and com- uh, or or any gigs that i get it's mm-hmm. more about public relations yeah yeah networking so every time when i go so remember i told you that the first person i met is always the ceo and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. so now i have a lot of contacts not contacts like not just contacts but when i do meet them um it's always on a high level Mm, so yeah. for me it's like delegate oh head of in, not even head of department huh? it's like CEO C-suite <laughs> uh, one thing is that yeah. but if example when it comes to events and all that so uh, networking lah, networking mm. with a lot of um, peop- uh, people uh, in higher management and that for me is already a form of success lah. yeah yeah of course they acknowledge you they yes. um, uh, I guess it's more about um I think they kind of you know uh, know that this is my kind of line of field. Mm. Um, also, connection with the embassies mm-hmm. and the high commissions also really help. Okay. And um, sometimes I feel, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, when they speak to me, especially uh, the, the the consulates mm-hmm. and the delegates, uh, the diplomatic corps, when they address to me, and they make me feel like I'm really high up bah. Oh, really? so I feel like no 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 oh, I'm just like uh, segan, like no 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 they feel like they they really appreciate what I do yeah 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 like they really want to be me to be on board and help mm. them so I felt that was very nice lah yeah so that I felt a sense of importance lah mm. for in helping them wow mm. so that's where I know that I made it 
Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not about the dollars and cents. Mm. Yeah. So I guess public relations for me is very, very important. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing insight. <clears throat> yeah. I really, really appreciate you. Like, again, like saying yes to this podcast. Mm. Like, um, and I feel like I've gotten to know you, like your psyche, like much of how you think about, like, yeah it's definitely because sometimes when you see people on social media right like especially instagram you have some assumptions or like you come up with your own impression of how that person is like spending time with you now and our plus is like i i got to know you on a deeper level mm-hmm. and i i enjoyed it yeah, thanks, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much yeah. oh my god thanks for the questions yeah you? i really have like um a newfound respect la, for you like mm-hmm. especially with your openness and vulnerability well yeah that's all that's mm-hmm. all I have for today thank yeah. you so much all for right. coming yeah, on thank you okay. <sighs> crazy Rano you are crazy so you know what this is the worst the worst the worst the worst